This is Against All Enemies, a show about threats to American democracy. Political violence is on the rise. An alarming percentage of Americans believe they may have to take up arms against their neighbors. Some are already doing so. Against All Enemies highlights the activities of extremist organizations and their enablers. Our goal is to educate, not to alarm. The threats are real. But if we know what we are up against, together we can beat them. The resolution, which is a standing order for this Congress only, allows nominations favorably approved by the Armed Services Committee to be voted on as a group on the Senate floor with some exceptions. And that would be for the eight members of the Joint Chiefs of Staff and 11 commanders of a combatant command. Since no amendments were filed by yesterday's deadline, we will now proceed to the resolution. It's Ken Harbaugh with Against All Enemies on the Midas Touch Network. That was Democratic Senator Amy Klobuchar explaining a new proposed Senate rule that would allow hundreds of military promotions to go through after Republican Senator Tommy Tuberville has spent months delaying those promotions. We've covered this extensively here on the Midas Touch Network, but there are some new developments. Democrats are doing everything they can to circumvent Senator Tuberville's one-person holds. Military readiness has clearly been impacted. Our Navy doesn't have commanders in key positions around the world. The Commandant of the Marine Corps suffered a heart attack after saying that the workload he was carrying because other officers could not fill key roles was unsustainable. We reported last week that finally some Republicans have had it with Tommy Tuberville placing his own desire for attention over our national security. That handful of Republicans lashed out again. Infuriated Republicans taking to the floor of the Senate late last night, lambasting one of their own GOP colleagues for single-handedly blocking hundreds of military promotions. Tempers flared into the wee hours of the morning as Republicans tried to confirm dozens of the more than 400 nominations that have been languishing. The holdup? Senate Republican Tommy Tuberville of Alabama, who has refused to allow those promotions in protest of the Pentagon's abortion access policy. I stand for life, but I will not do it at the expense of these individuals. One by one, between midnight and almost 4 a.m., Senate Republicans rising to read the service members' biographies and praising them as heroes. Captain Kaprowski served in the U.S. Navy since receiving his commission in 1995. Did I say it? 1995! And one by one, Tuberville objecting to their promotions, arguing that the Pentagon needs to change its abortion access policies. If the Pentagon lifts the policy, then I will lift my hold. Tuberville's blockade already impacting service members and their families, and, according to military leaders, undermining military readiness. We would like the holds to be lifted so that we can ensure that we have the right officers uh, and the right jobs at the right time. Senate Democrats have introduced a rule change to try to end Tuberville's holds. So far, Republicans unwilling to join Democrats. But one member warning last night, that may soon change. This will be the last holiday this happens. If it takes me to vote to break loose these folks, I will. And yet, there still are not enough Republicans to break Senator Tuberville's hold. If there were any remaining doubt that the Republican Party is no longer the party of national security, this should be all the proof we need. Our military is suffering and our adversaries are cheering 
because of the arrogance of one man and the weakness of his party. I spoke with Amy McGrath about this. She has been a leading voice calling out both Senator Tuberville and Senate Republicans more broadly. And I cannot think of anybody with more credibility to address this than Amy. She flew multiple combat missions as a Marine Corps fighter pilot and ran an incredibly grueling race to defeat Senate Republican leader Mitch McConnell, who, by the way, still refuses to confront Tuberville head on about these holds. Here's my conversation with Amy McGrath. Tommy Tuberville, who, by the way, calls himself the most military person there is, having never served a day in uniform. Um, you said this on Nicole Wallace. Ultimately, we can't have one senator holding up and hurting our military and national security in such a way. It has been nine months and Senator Tuberville has literally weaponized his position as a senator to actively hurt our military. You talked about the damage this is doing to those uh, flag and general officers whose careers have been interrupted, whose families have been impacted. More importantly, you've talked about the message that this sends to women across the military, treating them as second-class citizens. What is the message that this sends to our adversaries, to China and Russia and Iran? Well, I think the message is they have, they have important allies in the United States Senate and in the Congress. And those are the people who's uh, like Tommy Tuberville, who thrive on chaos, who thrive on uh, being disruptors, hurting the processes that we have had for decades that have frankly protected this country and protected the world. Our military is the absolute best in the world. And Tommy Tuberville is just a one man wrecking ball to that. And we're allowing it to happen. And so what I've said on TV and what I continue to say, and I hope that um, lawmakers really take this in, is that we cannot allow one man in the United States Senate to put a hold and hurt our national security in this way. I know why they don't want to change the rule. They don't want to change the rule because it, it would diminish the power of the individual senator. Thanks for listening, everyone. I've got a quick break here, but I need a favor first. Shows like this depend on your support. Please, if you can spare five seconds, click the link to the podcast version of the show below and leave us a five-star review. It really does help. Thanks. The problem is that those rules and norms applied back when you had senators that actually were adults that actually put this country above their political party. They knew they had that power, but they, they weren't going to use it in a destructive manner. We now have uh, on the Republican side, a number of senators who, who care more about the cliques, care more about the money, care more about their right-wing extreme, extreme agenda than they do about this country. And the reason they have been able to get power, Ken, and not be pushed to the sideline, which has always been the case in the past, is that the rest of the Republican Party is unwilling to stand up to them, which we've seen over and over again. They're unwilling to stand up to the mega extremists, and they're allowing the Tuberville to do this. And so to fix it, in my opinion, we're going to have to change that rule of the Senate. Can't, can't allow our national security to be hung out to dry like this. 
And maybe we need new senators as well. I, I was going to ask you, but you, you just offered a pretty good answer as to why Republicans have let this go on for so long. But it's not just Senator Tuberville. You've got J.D. Vance placing one person holds uh, at justice. You've got um, Senator Paul um, holding up very important promotions at at state. And the Republican Party seems okay going along with it. Is it really as simple as them trying to protect the institution of the Senate and the deference given to individual senators? Or is there possibly something else going on? Well, I think that's why the rules haven't been changed. Um, and I think that applies to both parties. You know, nobody wants to, to diminish the power of, of an individual senator. They feel pretty good about themselves having that power. Um, the problem is that, the, as you just mentioned, those uh, Republicans have been able to, to do real damage. You know, when, when um, Hamas attacked Israel, we didn't have an ambassador to Israel. We didn't have an ambassador to Egypt. You know, those two pretty important uh, countries, among others, thanks to Rand Paul. You know, um, we don't have uh, folks at the Department of Justice, thanks to, to J.D. Vance. I mean, in, in previous years, th- this wouldn't be allowed. But I think it shows you the lack of power that, like, Mitch McConnell has over his own caucus. Um, and the, the fact that the rest of the Republicans just aren't willing to, to stand up publicly. Now, some of that's changing. Last week, you saw, um, Senator Dan Sullivan and a, a few others on the Republican side stand up and really, uh, take Tommy Tuberville, uh, to task and, and say, this is, this is suicide. I mean, this is, this is hurting us, which is great. The only thing I would say is it took him nine months. It took him nine months. Think- it's yeah. still not over, right? right? This still has to play out. Now, it, you know, right now in the Senate, um, my understanding is the the Democrats are in the Senate are trying to come up with a workaround, a temporary workaround where they would temporarily change the rules to be able to push these nominations through in bulk. That would require, uh, Ken, 60 votes. So they would have to get nine Republican senators to go along with it. And so, you know, the question, unfortunately, I can't believe I'm saying this, but here we are in 2023. Can we get nine Republican senators to put this country above their political party? I don't know. 